Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. So last week we kicked off, well, not we. But I guess we did on our own feed. Speculation season. It is here and it is running rampant. And we didn't really get a chance to touch on some of the other stuff that came out before the Horror Night Nightmares uh, speculation map. And there were a couple different things that came out. There was, you know, possible dates. You know, there was rumors of of Horror Nights op- operating every single night in October. There were some other things that kind of came out. So this this episode, we're going to just kind of discuss those things and and really dive into them, see if, you know, I, I'm sure that some of them have been debunked at this point. I think, I believe they have, and some was just pure speculation, but I think it would be fun to kind of talk about these these different topics and, and see what could be done, uh, if any of them are actually possible. So we'll get into that tonight for our main segment. Um, we are also going to follow up the main segment with a just a quick little, what did we watch in horror this week? You know, get people out watching horror movies, something that we saw in theaters on streaming, whatever. So be it. We're going to add that to the end of every episode that we have going forward. Cause generally we've watched something that week that maybe it's something familiar, maybe it's something new. So we're just going to bring that out and, and kind of show that to everyone and give you our, our quick little opinion on it. And then obviously we're going to be talking about beer to start it off. So, that's our that's our rundown for the show this week. Yeah, it gives me an excuse to actually watch stuff. <laughs> no, <laughs> right? I, I, I'm I'm really bad at like keeping up with things and yeah finding time to watch movies. But it'll give me a, it'll give me an excuse to sit down and actually start watching things on streaming services. Which I need to I need to um off off air get the uh, shutter password again because <laughs> yeah. I, I think it logged me out again. Okay, we'll get that over there then. <laughs> so yeah, we we discussed last week. <clears throat> How we are going to be kind of reformulating this this podcast a, a, a little bit, just some slight tweaks, and we're going to refresh. be adding like yeah, a little refresher, adding segments. So you know, we, we we generally just kind of kick off with the beer we're talking about. So we still have that. We're going to have our beer segment to kick it off. We're going to have our main segment, and then we're going to have a a quick little you know five ten minute discussion on what we've watched this week in horror. And then as we get used to this, and as we we, we kind of keep this train rolling. We're going to add in other little segments. They might be different every week, might be some repeats. You know, we, we have some, some little ideas as, you know, maybe a, a this or that kind of thing, some HHN history, some Mount Rushmore stuff, um, you know, some sort of debates where we pick two scare zones and pit them against each other or two houses and pit them against each other, something along those lines. So if, if any of those interests you, or if you have any ideas of, of a little mini segment that you want us to kind of touch on weekly, let us know. And we'll 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 get on to that. So I guess as far as this episode goes, let's just get this train rolling. So right now, tonight, I am drinking something that I've drunk before, but 
again, being that we're going to reformulate the show a little bit, I've, I've taken pictures of this so I can post these on certain days now. Um, and that is Imperial CPB. Uh, this is brewed by Lupulin Brewing Company up in Big Lake, Minnesota. I think I had a debate last time about trying to figure out what MN was for initials. And I, I believe that is Minnesota. <laughs> it is. But, Minnesota is MN. <laughs> yep. I was like, I haven't taken U.S. geography since middle school, but I'm pretty sure that's still Minnesota. This beer is a 10% ABV, 30 IBU. Yep. Double Imperial Porter. Uh, I use untapped. So everyone's rating for this. The rating is a a scale of one through five. The overall rating from everybody is 4.2. So that's that's pretty good. That's That's pretty high up there. The style guide of this one lays out that it says even more layers of a decent chocolate and peanut butter flavor built into a big and rich oatmeal porter make this beer even more impossible to resist. We're still not sorry. So that's I what I had CPB before. I'm just looking at it. I've, right I've had the CPB. I, I'm not obviously drinking it, but I've, I've had it before and I think it's pretty good maybe i've had the the normal cpb yeah i've had had, the one you've got i've had both at this point i definitely prefer the cpb i think the flavors are in there a little bit more because that imperial does cut into the taste you know because you you have that boozier flavor with this double definitely have more of a boozy which is good i still enjoy that but when i'm just kind of casual drinking cpb i do love my chocolate peanut butter porters so that's that's definitely right up my alley so i'm gonna i'm gonna crack this one open what are you uh what are you going into tonight no i'm just drinking, reliable i'm just drinking an old reliable i'm not giving yep. no macro brewing type of airtime they, yeah, they have enough no. as, as it is they they can afford super bowl commercials they don't need to listen to they don't need us to talking about them so yeah no no not at all so let's see this let's see if this is kind of holds up to that 4.2 rating that they're they're boasting on untapped I believe it probably does. I've had some loop yeah. before. Um, I don't know which one specifically. Like I said the original CBB I've had. I'm pretty sure there's been a few others that I've had. They distribute around here, obviously, because we have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never really had it. I don't think I don't think I've had um, anything that I wasn't super like fond of. I think pretty much everything I had was pretty. Yeah, they have a lot of good stuff. I remember my... the the one that I always remember is just because of the the can art and that's fashion mullet. It's a new England hazy. Yep. 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 So we've had that at some point, but yeah, no, this is good. I don't really have an exact rating for it. Well, we'll maybe we'll add that to our, our, our shtick later on. Maybe we'll make up like an untapped profile just for the show. So we can list off exactly which ones we've had over time, but it's good. I I like this one a lot. It's a little less boozy than I remember, but maybe that's because it's the first sip. So I still get a lot of that chocolate. I get a lot of that. It, it, it's a Reese's in a can. It's essentially what we're we're talking about here. So it's it's good stuff. They do they do great yeah. stuff. And, and like I said, those, you can catch them everywhere. Some of those flavored stouts, even with the higher ABV Imperials, um, the flavoring sometimes can mask the booziness of it. So which is which is nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I enjoy a good Imperial Stout, standard Stout, like a Russian Imperial Stout. Um, but I have to kind of be in the right mood for that because sometimes yep. it's just like it's too strong and, and it's like I can't finish this right now. I need something that's a little lighter, a little bit less um, in your face. 
but sometimes like the higher ABV ones, like the one you're having right now, may be masked a little bit by the peanut butter and the chocolate, which is which is which is good. I mean, it's kind of what you're going for is you you want to be pretty on the front and with the flavors that you're going for to create that profile because it's what people are expecting when they drink it. Um, when you have something that's like, oh, chocolate peanut butter, and it tastes like you know a whiskey going down because it's so yeah. heavy, um, that can be kind of disconcerting. But it still yeah. has that burn, I'm sure that that night that not that not that extreme burn, but like that nice little warming, yeah, just sensation. subtle enough to to let you know it's there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's that. That's for our beer segment. So let's jump right into the meat and potatoes of the episode because we have a lot of. Like various things yeah, to we hit are on the in this most Irish Italian people ever. Like the beer <laughs> segment and the meat and potatoes of the episode. Meat and potatoes <laughs> and beer. That's just you know you know we, where we come from. Yeah, oh yeah, that's for sure. So sorry, I don't mean to let's, you <laughs> let's get into a couple of the oh geez. Yeah, we're definitely showing our true colors here. So let's get into a couple of these things because these all came out sporadically in the weeks sort of leading up until the speculation map was dropped. So obviously we, we kind of changed course and, and touched on that stuff last week, which again, we'll, we'll touch on a little bit later, but we'll, we'll talk on some of these other points before. And the first point I think we can just talk about is the dates. Now, I believe this came about of from an in, indeed posting. I believe that this has been debunked as sort of like a scam kind of thing, trying to get just applications for something else. But it was posted for like a horror Halloween horror nights attendance and stuff like that. And it did give out the dates of September 1st through November 4th. So we definitely have that early September start. We've had that the last couple of years. So if we're looking at the calendar, you know, September 1st is Friday, which is typically where they will start off. Cause they'll do the cast member previews, either the Wednesday, Thursday. So it's not, you know, it does seem like that first Friday of September is when the event as of late has been getting going. So even though this post itself was sort of, you know, debunked or dethroned, however you want to talk about it, I do believe, I mean, that September 1st does look like an ideal start date for the event. If I was just looking at the calendar and said, you know, this is that I don't, I don't necessarily see them starting it on a day other than a Friday and being that they did it early September last year, I don't have any reason to think they would jump up to the eighth and I have no reason to really think that it would extend a week and start August 25th. I'd love it to, but I, there's nothing in the past that shows me that that's what would happen. So, I mean, I September 1st as a Friday, I think it's a realistic date. Is that, is that out of left field? You think? Uh, well, which part? The starting on the first, just the, the starting date. Year? Yeah, uh, I mean, chances are the way the way the months this year are ending up, it seems like obviously the first is a Friday. I think that makes the most sense for for opening night, September first. It's a Friday mm-hmm. night. Um, had had like the twenty, had like August, you know, thirtieth or something like that. Ended up on a Friday. I could see them starting a couple days. Before mm-hmm. September, I could see that yeah. happening, but an entire week beforehand into August, I, I doubt it. Now, are we talking potentially having you know media night a week before? You know, that seems like something they could do, or, or if having they some do sort it of during like the pre- cast member preview or something because they've been yeah, doing yeah, media night, which 
we don't get invited to. Yeah, we haven't gotten invited <laughs> to it yet. But you know, it's, hey, it's hey, fine. It, it's fine. It, it I don't want to go. Not, I don't want to go at this point. Just two jokers with mics. But yeah, um, at this point, I don't even want it. <laughs> but they've been running it on opening night generally. Yeah. So I mean, do they plan on having maybe some pre-open openings? I could see them doing that at some point in the future. Yeah, they'll um, they'll generally do the cast member preview like the Wednesday they Thursday that, leading yeah. up. Yeah, but I mean that's again that's more of a specific thing for their employees. I'm thinking mm-hmm. that maybe like you know, you know, annual members or something like that get like an extra like like a pre opening night opening night or something like that, or or maybe they cool. do make make some sort of night specifically for media night mm-hmm. or something like that rather than doing that on opening night. Yeah. Either way, I don't see it starting a week early. No, especially considering that it would be like I said, the twenty fifth. That that seems kind of early, but I mean, who knows? Yeah, I guess I th- anything could happen. I think September first is a, the safest bet you're gonna get. Um, yeah. and yep. then if running start- through, running all the way through to kind of look towards. Unfortunately, we have to looking towards the end dates. The thirty first is on a Tuesday this year. And I believe the last time, I think I went back and checked, the last time that it fell on a Tuesday was 2017. And that event ran the following weekend as well. So it ran from Wednesday through Tuesday. They shut down for that Wednesday, Thursday, and they opened up on November 3rd and November 4th, that Friday, Saturday, which is the same layout of days that we're looking at this year. So I'm curious if we we do the same pattern where yeah, that, that last week is Wednesday through Tuesday, take a little break, and then you have the last hoorah on the following weekend, the third and fourth. Or do you just like keep it going from 25 all the way to that Saturday and keep that Wednesday, Thursday open? I'm, I, that's a long stretch uh, f- of asking for all those people that are working this you know, event to continue. Cause if you go, you're doing 10 days, 11 days straight. If you do that Wednesday through the following Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I would say that it's pretty, it's a pretty safe bet that they'll definitely stay open until that following sun uh, Saturday mm-hmm. and have that Saturday be the last night. Um, do I think that they're going to open up an extra couple extra days in the middle of the week? Probably not. But I mean, I could, again, don't see why it wouldn't happen, but um, it kind of leads into the next thing we're going to talk about, but I, I think that um, being that Halloween's on a Tuesday night, I can't imagine that they'll end it there or give you like Tuesday and Wednesday and then end it there. They'll probably go through the weekend and get that one last, you know, final Push. hurrah on yep. Saturday. Yeah, I could see that happen. So, I mean, even though this Actually, this date thing was sort of hokey, I do think somebody looked at the calendar and looked at history and said, Hey, this, I mean, the first Friday in September, this is the date, the, you know, Halloween is on this Tuesday. Last time it was on a Tuesday, it ran through the fourth, which is the same exact layout that we're looking at this year. So yeah, I could see it reaching into November this year for sure. I could see them taking that Wednesday, Thursday off after that. You know, I'm sure they refer to it as I I would refer to it as hell week, which is just the, the, the biggest crowds, the biggest influx in people, but I'm for it because, you know, Halloween night has, has sort of dropped in like how ridiculously overpacked it is. But with it extending for that Friday, Saturday, I feel like it would be 
a little bit of a break. Like people at that point may have done their Halloween stuff. I feel like it would be very local oriented. I don't know if people would necessarily travel specifically unless they came in that Tuesday, did horror nights, took two days off and then stayed through the weekend. I don't think they'd specifically be traveling just to hit that last Friday, Saturday. You know, there, I'm sure there's well, some people out there, but you know, not the majority. So, I mean, I was, I mean, now that you bring that up, I'm glad you did because I was going to say something. So I think that um, being that it, you know, Halloween falls on a Tuesday, they usually will plan these types of things around typical vacation timing where people will maybe coming in that, that last week for vacation, for example. So like they'll come, they'll fly in like the Monday, like the Sunday or the Monday and stay for the week. So mm-hmm. it would make sense to have it open for that through that weekend because people will probably be in town for yeah. vacation that week. So rather than just ending it on Tuesday, it seems kind of abrupt. Um, especially when it's not a year where like Halloween neatly falls on a weekend day or something like yeah. that, but or on a Monday Which is better for us. Cause now it forces them to either go an, an extra couple days forward or an extra couple days on the tail end. Like if it ends on a, right. if Halloween was on a Sunday night, you know, which we've had in the past, that's just the end. Right. That's the end of right. the weekend for, for horror nights. This, it gives them a little bit like if it's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the next three years, we're going to probably see that extension into the following weekend, which will bring us into November a little bit. Yeah. So I'm here for that. But yeah, so like you were saying, it's a good segue into the the next little rumor or topic or or what have you. But on HHN, uh, HHNunofficial.com last, last week at some point, I think it was the 15th, they posted a, a rumor, which I don't know if it's necessarily a rumor or just you know thoughtful thinking, because this is something that we stated earlier at some point. Um, we did a whole episode on how to kind of potential ideas to lessen the crowds a little bit. But they put up a whole blog saying that there's potential that in October, they're going to be running Horror Nights Mondays and Tuesdays as well. So just running the entire month of October the whole time. And that's basing it off of the fact that universal has been putting out surveys asking the crowd or asking attendees of the event or just universal guests in general, there are opinions on cheaper Monday and Tuesday tickets. And because it's not really a typical night, maybe it would spread some stuff out. So this really isn't, I don't think based off of anything insider, I think they just took the, that survey and were like, Oh, they're asking about Mondays and Tuesdays. Maybe they're kicking around the idea that, you know, they could open for the entire month of October. And there's been a lot of discourse back and forth online about various people, you know, the, the, if this is even possible and a lot of people shut it down immediately, but I think, I think they shut it down a little bit too soon. I think they immediately dismissed this idea without taking into consideration upping staffing levels because people are like, Oh, the cast can't do this. This is crazy. You can't ask them to do this. There's not enough people. Yes. If you had planned to do it five nights a week and you immediately flip it to seven nights a week, you have to work all of October sucks to be you. Yes, that's impossible. But if you are going to go in, this isn't something that you can just flip. You know, if they're going to do this, they have to be proactively hiring 
previously for this and and this would just include having higher cast people you know more more part-timers that say somebody wants to only work two days a week or something like that or three days a week they can now you you can have multiple and we already have multiple casts you know a b and c and so forth but you can have that for multiple days so i I know hiring is a little crazy right now but universal did just put out that they're I think upping their starting wage, their minimum wage to $18 an hour. So maybe that was something of like, okay, the, the amount of applicants we had last year was just, if we want to increase this event and capitalize as much as we possibly can, we need to do something to bring people in and entice them to come work for this event. Because, you know, as somebody like we've talked about before, we've done this in the past. I'd love to do this. But for me, I'm not going to give up going to the event to work at it as well as, you know, killing myself with two jobs during those two months. But for somebody that maybe, you know, doesn't have that full time job, maybe they're whatever, and they they have availability to work two or three nights a week, maybe they'll actually hire those people now versus back then where they're like, nope, it's five days a week, every week. September to October, that's kind of the standard. What do you think it's possible to to hire enough people to create those like secondary, third, fourth cast members to be able to make this plausible? I think the hardest part they're gonna have doing it is <clears throat> making sure they have the staffing numbers immediate like up front. Um yep. they can't necessarily hire you know, a certain number and say, for sure, we'll have enough staffing to make it happen. I think what I think the only way this could potentially happen in reality would be um, we're going to have our scheduled dates. And then, you know, depending on the week and what the staffing looks like, we're going to open up additional days during the week. Mm -hmm. Um, Not at random, but like almost last minute. You know what I mean? So if like, for example, let's say, oh, we've got enough staffing to open it up, you know, every day this week, we're going to do that. But they're not going to let you know until like the week before, which I yeah. guess wouldn't be a terrible thing because those nights will be slower, mm-hmm. um, especially for those of us that have, you know, the the frequent fear pass and we can go all the time. Um, you know, for us, it's great. But they also have to look at it in a way, you know, d- d- does does it hurt our bottom line? Like, you know, are we going to lose more money than we're going to make money um, by doing so, by opening every night? Because you got to think, of, like, you know, when they open this up and they have this thing run till 2 o'clock in the morning, those are additional um, utility costs because they're running, you yeah. know, things a lot longer into the night. Um, you obviously have to pay your in staffing. So, like, your staffing is going to get paid not more, but they're going to get paid for more hours. They're going to have to have additional um, it's not just having the number of people. It's also having the money to pay them. Now I'm not saying here universals like hurting for money, but yeah. you know what I'm kind of, you know, I'm trying to say like, you know, they it's tough because it's, yeah, it's untested waters. You know, they don't know if it'll be profitable because it's not something that has necessarily been done yeah. besides makeup days. You know, we had some of those with the hurricane where they, you know, re they opened up on like a Monday. I think it was two different Mondays, but I feel like those are different scenarios because they opened after the hurricane or, or close enough to it that that prohibited a lot of travel. So people weren't necessarily traveling for that, but if they released certain Monday or Tuesday dates, 
maybe you would get that person that's traveling for the weekend to get that extra day. Or right. instead of getting a one or two day pass, they just say, screw it. I'm getting the frequent fear pass. And you lock them in on that Monday as well, or that Tuesday. So I, it is tough because you don't know. You know, I think it's something, it's a leap of faith. You have to take it at some point. If, if, if that's what they're, if it's even on the table as a possibility, they're going to have to rip the bandaid off at some point and test it out. Now, Agreed. I mean, we've talked about staffing levels. I, it's tough. I mean, I know every single place is hurting for people. It's especially in Orlando because the traffic is so just, it's impossible to meet the demand that Orlando's hitting right now for traffic. So it's, you can hire thousands of people and it's probably still not going to be enough. You're still going to be understaffed. You go anywhere in Orlando and they're understaffed, like just period. I don't know if it's everywhere across the country. I'm sure, I'm sure it's places are hurting a little bit, but like Orlando for sure is just, you have to have patience because everyone is just yeah, well, working I mean, so much. Biggest travel, biggest travel place in the world. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, not to make this a, a societal podcast, but like, you know, when you don't pay staff enough money, you know, they're not going to want to work for you. And yeah, it's hard to keep people staff in, in, in service industry jobs, especially mm-hmm. here because the pay is just not there. And it's also expensive to live in Orlando. Orlando is not, I mean, it's, yeah, think it's Florida, gone way up. Florida's last... not that expensive. Orlando is, is expensive. The city, the, the, the city of Orlando, this area is very expensive to live in. And, you know, it, it's, it, it's hard to expect, you know, a full, you know, a full staffing book if, you know, they can't afford to live in the area. Like, I'm not going to work in Orlando if I have to drive an hour and a half to get to work, especially yeah. considering this event again is open till two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they have to live reasonably close. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I guess my question would be, do I really want it to be open every night of the week, every single week? I mean, I guess my selfish child in me would say, yeah, cause I want to be able to go whenever, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, you know, the rational side of me knows like, you know, are you going to get there 100% every single night? And that's my, that's my thing too. So I guess, I guess we can go out of, out of talking about like staffing and if, if, is it possible? And it's not really for us to answer that. Like, I I mean, is it possible? Sure. I mean, the big, the one of the biggest entertainment companies in the world, can they figure it out? I'm sure they could, but it's, um, it's only possible if the staffing levels are there. Do I want people to kill themselves over this? No, I don't. I, I want it to be enjoyable for all parties. So no, because it, we support if they the can, employees. Like we yes, get it. If, like you know, yeah. If they can, you know, if there's people that want OT and they give it to them for this for that extra day and they're still in it, like perfect. If they have enough people to have people work five days a week and have a couple people working, you know, say somebody works Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and they they only want to do this part time, maybe this opens the door for that person who can't commit to five days a week, but they can commit to three days a week. Maybe it can get that person in the door. Now I don't, I mean, I don't know if those people are out there, but it's possible. So I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess you're asking quite a bit from the entertainment side of HHN. Um, it's great for other employees because I mean, for other employees, you'll have more opportunity to actually go to the event and enjoy the event as a, as a guest. Yep. But for those that work, you know, as entertainment or in the, you know, in the service side of it for the food and things like that, the drinks, um, 
you know, that just means more nights you're going to be there working and less nights you have the opportunity to actually go to the event. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think, I think across the board, even like bartenders, you know, whatever, I think it, I mean, I'm viewing it more as an opportunity to get more people. I think this would just increase everyone's numbers. I wouldn't expect this to happen with the same amount of bartenders or the same amount of food service people. You'd have to be growing your staff. I don't want people working more shifts than they are supposed to be if they want to work all the time. I mean, there's, there's some weeks where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to kill myself this week. I'm going to work a lot and, and I'm going to reap the benefits because I know it's going to be a good week. You know, if there's people that want to do that, perfect, pick up those extra shifts. But I'm, I'm, I I guess in my head, I'm viewing it more optimistically of like, if this is fully staffed where people are still working five days a week, full time, I'm just viewing it as more because I, how do I put this? But I just feel like right now, every person that works there for the most part is a full time five nights a week kind of deal, like five, four nights a week kind of thing. I don't think there is, I don't think they hire or really look at those people that say, I have two to three days availability. I'd love to do this. Can you work with me? I think they say, no, we need people that are committed for full time during these two months. I think that if this were the case to happen, maybe that would open the door for those people that are trying to get in, but really only have limited availability, but they're committed to those two or three days. Maybe there's coverage there. That's In my head, that's how I have it. But again, that's a completely like, perfect scenario maybe those people don't exist maybe they don't want that you know it's it's that's i guess a, a whole nother discussion but that's that's how i'm at but i guess we can get get into the point where, where you were going is is this something that you would want what i mean if in a perfect world if this is completely staffed people aren't you know hating their lives is, is this something is this one of the answers of how to unclog the congestion of hhn i guess I don't know if it makes it better one way or the other, as far as that's concerned. I think that the nights that are busy are still going to be busy and the nights that are dead are still going to be dead. I don't think having more nights is going to change that. Um, and my, I mean, granted, I, like I said before, I think in, in my selfish child brain says, yeah, no, I want it open every night of the week so that when I go, I can choose to go to the nights that I know aren't going to be, aren't going to be busy. Yeah. Um, and it'll make, you know, it'll make people do things more enjoyable because I can just kind of take my yep. time. There's not a lot of people there. Uh, granted, it, it'll give it would give it would give people a chance to get everything done, like all the different houses and not have to feel like you're rushing every night. Um, and I guess in a perfect world, if you have the staffing to do it, then I guess it really doesn't hurt because people I think most of the employees would be taking it serious every night they wouldn't feel drained but at the same time i mean you have to assume that every night people are going to be working more nights a week doing it more yeah. nights a week yeah. and i can't imagine that it's 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 hard enough to do it with the amount of times that they do it now i mean if they had if they were expected to do it every single night of the week i i feel like at some point you're going to just kind of get like worn out and you're not yeah. going to give it your all and it's not going to be as good of an event it's not going to be as fun as an event i think you know, having those nights in between to kind of take a take a take a deep breath, take a rest, it kind of builds the anticipation again a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if like being able to go every single night of of the week would like necessarily be better. 
if you if that makes any sense i i feel like, yeah. I, feel like I need though i feel like I, I need that like you know what is it monday or tuesday in between the yeah, weekend those breaks yeah I, I need that break partially because of my wallet and partially because of <laughs> the food and the drinks that i shouldn't be consuming every single yeah night, i can't but. i can't eat a burger filled with jalapenos and candy <laughs> six nights a week and just right. that's, that's, destroy that's, my porcelain in my bathroom right I, I think that like you know just you know my body couldn't handle it more than anything else <laughs> Oh, I'd have to. I'd be a bear. I'd have to go hibernate for the winter after yeah, that. It, it, it would be really hard, and that's the thing too. Is like I, I would only want it if I could enjoy it. If I could yeah. actually make use of going a lot more than I already do, I feel like having the nights we do with the freaking fear pass, I think, is enough to begin with for what I need. Granted, yeah. that's just me. Someone that go, you know, someone that like gets a freaking fear pass and goes literally every night of the season. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're going to they would love to have more nights. But for someone like me, who's like, if he's lucky, he gets he goes twice a week. If I'm yeah. lucky, I go twice a week and I'm happy with that because I enjoy it. It's fun when I go. I don't feel and you're not like burnt out. I'm not burnt out by it. You know, monetarily, financially, it's hard for me to, to commit going a lot more than yeah. that. Um, partially because I also live and I live 25, 30 minutes away from from the theme park. It's not like it's. You know, it's it's not, it's not a hop, skip, and a jump to the theme park. Um, Correct. Yeah. Um, and I think that's part of it. Part part of why I'm like, no, I kind of like it where it is. I'd feel more obligated to go a lot more. I think if it was <laughs> right, if you knew it was going on on a Monday. Exactly. I feel like I'd, I feel like I'd have to go more. Um, but I don't know. I'm not really sure. The other thing too, you got to think about is if this was to happen, you have to imagine that at least the multi night tickets will go up in price. Um, frequent fear passes will definitely go up. They ha- they'll have to because if you need to staff the park yep. to, to to fit those that 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 number of extra days, the ticket prices are going to have to go up. You got to get the money from somewhere, and you can't like gouge drinks and food much more than you already are. Um, yeah. So and that's where do, what, where do those money where does those price increases come from? Come from? It's going to be ticket prices. Yeah, and that's I guess my next thing is too is even with so with ticket prices. If they did this, obviously we'd expect a jump, but what I could see happening is maybe not as big of a jump, but saying maybe adding another tier. So that way, kind of what we have, that frequent fear plus or whatever, I would say maybe it's just Monday through Thursday with some Fridays versus having like Fridays with some Saturdays. So they're leaving the weekend mostly for that like that's, one day yeah, ticket. That's a good point kind of thing so i i mean i would be okay with that because i go on some fridays and some saturdays when i can and i don't necessarily enjoy myself because it's so goddamn busy so i go because i have the pass i'll do the scared zones maybe hit one or two houses depending on if i go early or late but if i was pushed out of the weekend i really wouldn't care too much if i still had my sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday so so i think the um there's a couple things with 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 this. One being that I too many ticket options doesn't make a sense. Doesn't make a lot of sense for them either because they yeah. are only going to sell so many so many of each tier. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they were to do this, yeah, they'd have the obviously the upper tier would encompass every day. You can yeah. go every single day, anytime during the season. There's no blackout whatsoever. Uh, and I think you know the top line tier right now does that. Basically, you can go every day of the year of the season every Friday, every Saturday, every weekday. 
Yeah. Um, if they were to do this and add all these extra days, I think what they would end up doing is they would have the top tier beer go any day, any day, any day you want. Mm-hmm. I think the tier below that would be um, every weekday plus Fridays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, not every every weekday plus the like we have right now every weekday plus the the first and last Saturday of the of the season. Yeah. Then they would have just a weekday pass. Yeah. So you can go Monday through Thursday. Well, I suggest the weekday. Sunday through Thursday. Basically, yeah. my my thing would be my. Well, not even that. I think it would be like literally Monday to Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. No weekends, no Friday. And and yeah. So the three tier, three tiers. So Monday through Thursday, and then right. you have Sunday through Fridays, some Friday. Saturdays, no and then everyone, and then, and then every, and every day. day. I think that's what they would how they would do it. Um, and, and again, then I would the increase reason- the top ones, and then. I would increase right. them, the top ones more, and then keep the other ones a little bit similar because you're losing Sundays. Yeah, no, agreed, agreed. I yeah. think the, I mean, I think the prices. I'm, I'm not saying they're going to jump astronomically, but they will definitely go up. Twenty so bucks, probably twenty bucks. Is, right, it seems 20, like that increase twenty to fifty, depending on depending on which which tier it would be. Yep. Um, and and again, it, you got to get a look at the different clientele. Like obviously, weekdays are easier for you because your schedule is different than mine. Like I have to get mm-hmm. up and work every day on the on the yeah. during the week. But on the on the weekends, I don't have to worry about it. Like I can go on a yeah. Friday night and stay as late as I want because I don't yes, have to get up early. You're good. Yep. Um, whereas someone that works different hours, you know, may be able to go on a Tuesday night because they don't have to work Wednesday, but they got to work Saturday, so they can't do it on Friday. So it would change that a little bit. But I don't think it would really affect it too much. I think it really just comes down to can they get the staffing and can they keep their staff engaged enough to be there every night of the week? Mm-hmm. Um, I would also see – I also wouldn't be surprised that if they did that, and you probably may, not, may or may not agree with this, I think they would shorten the night. And what I mean by that is rather than stay open till 2. 1 or midnight. Midnight. Like I'd be fine. I'd be fine with Monday, Tuesday – you know, Monday, Tuesday being something of a shorter, a shorter right. day or something Friday like Saturday that. Saturday would be, would be the one or two o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd, I'd be okay with, um, Mondays and Tuesdays going back to like midnight or so, just like a, a little shortened experiment to see how it's working. And then maybe if Mondays and Tuesdays are, are viable options the next year, they can go forward yeah. and say, okay, this worked. Let's, let's jump into it. Yeah, I, again, I wouldn't be surprised if they pulled something like that off. Yeah, so uh, is it possible? Uh, I I don't know. I don't think it's it's I don't think it's completely possible that we're going to be seeing that this year. But I think at some point they're going to have to start doing something to to disperse this crowd because it's becoming a boiling a point, and at some point you have to find a solution. You have to add more attractions, or you have to increase days, or you have to limit tickets because yeah, I mean something to be has to happen you, at one point. It, maybe it's just me. I don't really think the crowd problem is as big of a problem as it seems. I know that like on certain nights it's crazy. Like opening night is generally going to be one of the busiest nights of the year. Yeah, the last night of the year will be one of the busiest nights of the year. Um, I, I just felt really... it in October. September, I didn't really feel much, but I felt like every time I went in October, you know, everything was 90 to, you know, like 90 minutes 
like yeah, the house times. weights are generally high, and... are generally pretty high, but I, I still don't. I don't know. Uh, see, for me, it's like I can kind of look past it a little bit because because even on the busiest nights, even on the busiest nights, once you hit about once once you hit like eleven thirty midnight, mm-hmm. everything came way down because most of the crowd took yeah. off. Because most yeah, of the you do have to there. hit those hours. I mean, and granted, that doesn't work for everybody because not everybody can stay that late or wants to stay that late. So I get that from that perspective. So I, I mean, I'm, I, I feel for you if you can only be there till eleven o'clock. So you have to get as much done as you can before eleven. But if you can push it and stay till midnight, usually no matter the night would come down and and wait wait times. And plus, you know, whether it's a twenty minute wait or a ninety minute wait, you're still being pushed to the houses super fast you can't really take time to enjoy it um so you're really gonna have to like go through the houses more than once so that part of it really didn't bother me either it doesn't really bother me either um granted if if i'm going alone or i'm going with say a spouse or something like that or just one other person the waiting can be kind of a pain in the ass but like if you're with a group of people it's a little bit easier to deal with the wait because you've got a group of people there to hang out with and talk to but yeah um I think my thing is like it's just it's just the crowding as far as like being able to move. Um, when the busier nights, a lot of the streets are kind of packed, chock full. It's really kind of hard it's, to move yeah, around. That gets especially with like the construction area. signs up and stuff like that. It just right. it gets pretty elbow to elbow. Right, right. So maybe you're right. I mean, I think they got to do something. I mean, I think they. I mean, they started to this year with. I think didn't they add? Wasn't Wednesdays like every week a new thing or something like that or? There was something new. They had some stuff that was. There was like one extra night a, a week that they added every 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 week, which it wasn't that way before. I forget what it was. I think it was Wednesdays. But um, yeah. so do they add another day of the week? I don't I, I still don't think I, I can't imagine that they're going to go from what they were last year to now every single day. Every single night yeah. is, is, is open. I still don't think that'll happen. Um. And I don't think the staff wants it necessarily to happen. I mean, I think if, if you're telling me that like, hey, I have to work four nights a week every week till two o'clock in the morning. Now I have to do that five nights a week, yeah. or six nights a week. I'm not sure I'd be happy about it. But I, again, I haven't worked in I haven't worked in that space in a very long time. So I don't know really kind of how the rules are or how, anymore. Um, if it's like, you know, 40 total hours, so if you're working four hours a night, you could work seven nights a week and be and be under the forty hours. So I don't know how that how those work, but do I want to do that every night? Maybe, maybe not. I I mean I may want to break. Um, so just because it's something that's great for us as guests doesn't mean it's necessarily going to be something great for those that are working the event. And I yeah. and I just I don't want I don't want our experience to be hampered because people are burned out on it working the event. Um, and I also don't want them to get burned out because obviously you know I want them to have a yeah, a, a decent work enjoyable place. place of employment <laughs> right <laughs> i don't want them to hate it because the yeah. thing is is that you don't want it to, you don't want to push people too hard and then like lose staffing and hurt the event in the future yeah no, i feel that for sure now i also thought you know potentially do, do you start the event earlier too is that something you talk about? i know it's already starting pretty early to begin with but do you start it at three o'clock rather than five o'clock or, 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 you know what I mean? Like not on yeah. every day, not every day, but like on certain days in October, I think it's just hard with like sunset and, and you still want to, you can't really jip the 
daytime park guests too much. Uh, I think we're already asking a lot of like closing down the place early for, you know, those, those families that come, you know, maybe they're just taking a fall trip and they don't really know what Halloween Horror Nights is. And they get, and they're like, well, that's weird. Why is the park? You know, they look ahead of time. I'm sure that see that the park closes at like five or so, but I, I don't think we could ask earlier than that. I don't, maybe we can once Epic opens and there's another place to push those people. But I think until that time comes, I don't know if we can cut off one of the parks completely even earlier than it is. Yeah. Or you leave the park open for the remaining two hours, open up the houses, but only allow those with event tickets to get out of the house. Could do something like that. I mean, that's how they ran the houses during that COVID year. You know, the first two. So, I mean, that is some, some daytime operation stuff. That would be, that'd be interesting because then that would really be a benefit for pass holders because if you only had an HHN ticket and not a universal pass, you wouldn't be able to get that access. So that's interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Hmm. I don't, I don't hate it. The only thing is that when they did open horror nights, the HHN people with tickets would be walking into not necessarily the opening because the lines would already be lines. You know, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but no, I know what you they, mean. Like, they, yeah, they already okay. be a line if yeah, you open the yeah. I get it. I, who knows? There's a lot of but ways I, I don't hate it. About it, but I mean, I think I think my 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 ultimate point with everything is that. I understand the issue with the crowds. I know it's it, it's it's a shitty part about the event is that yeah. it's busy. Um, that happens when you're the biggest haunted attraction yeah, yep. in the world. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you, at that point what do you want them to do? Like, there's only yeah. so much they can do. Um, Correct. And again, I'm not opposed to them opening the event every single night of the of of of, of, the, of the season, but I don't think that that's going to make the crowd problem as some people see it any less worse than it already is like i'm sorry like yes will it will it will it spread out the amount of people that are going in for like vacations and stuff like that like those that come on vacation yeah it'll spread those people out but it's not going to stop the majority of freaking fear pass holders who are going to go more nights a week yeah like you know it's it's the crowd's going to be the same if you decide to go five nights a week rather than three yeah that makes any sense like it just I don't see I don't see how just opening the park more nights a week is really going to change the crowd problem. The crowd problem is going to only get better, I think, when you one open up an additional theme park and consider potentially opening up more houses, which, again, is a whole big host of problems in its own right. Like 10 houses already is quite a bit um, opening up more houses. We've talked about this before in the past, how hard that is too. um, there's, there's not a whole lot you can do about it, unfortunately. And it's just yeah. the bigger the event gets, the more people are going to show up for it. Um, and it's just something you got to kind of put up with. It's like going to a music festival. You have to expect that there's going to be a thousand people <laughs> yeah. there. And unless you plan on being there three hours early, you're not going to get to the front of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it'll make buying the, you know, the express pass more viable or at least make more sense if you really wanted to um 
but who knows? I, again, I don't want to sound defeatist about it. Fuck, as it it's but, um, <laughs> it's it's a tough ask. I don't know. I don't know if it is possible. Yeah, I mean, I th- I think it is. I think it's definitely possible. It's just it comes down to again. We keep saying it. It's just can they get can they get the help that they need? Yeah, they're gonna do it. Sorry, I sounded like I was away from my mic because I just dropped my beer everywhere. <laughs> so boy, we're good. We're good. Okay. So I guess the next topic what we can kind of talk about now is the speculation map. So we discussed it. I don't want to say in depth last week, but we, we kind of hit on every single house and gave a brief little thing. Uh, one note, when we talked about layer of the Banshees, we completely looked past the point that this was a scare zone in the past and went Whoops. straight to the folklore of Banshees because we were, I was on a train. I was on a, I was on, on a train of urban legends and that kind of fit right into a couple of the other ones. So yes, it was a scare zone in the past central park area kind of glowy looking people it, it seemed pretty basic it didn't seem like there was much substance to that that scare zone so i don't know how much would be adapted yeah, from it some of those old banshee fans angry sure whatever C- come at me but <laughs> let's look at this map because speculation season is is fun it's it gets people talking but we, we go through many versions of the maps. You know, things change, whether it's by, you know, something falling out of place, whether it's, you know, something getting added in last minute, or from the fact the standpoint of the map, sometimes they just put little red herrings in there. Like, they try to get us guessing. You know, if you think back to when Ghostbusters was on the map, the first time they or made reference to it right. was they just put a... Yeah, Seeking Story. They, they put just a a little emoji of a ghost. And then the next time I think they put like an X through it. So people are like, oh, Ghostbusters. Okay, now I get, you know, they 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 hide some stuff in plain sight. Some stuff they just straight up lie. I mean, la- and not lie in like a, well, a bad I way. I wouldn't but say that. I think what they do is they... It, it's they want to keep the discussion going. Well, it's pur- purposefully misdirecting you. Like it, mm-hmm. they're they're doing that on purpose. They Correct. want you to yeah. talk about it. They want you to like discuss it. They want you to they want to see what people come up with. Um, so they're not going to give you everything just like handed on a platter. Like they they're going to make that wouldn't be fun. Thing. Yeah, that wouldn't be fun. You know, if it's February and we know what's coming a hundred percent in September October, that wouldn't be fun. And and I don't know that they necessarily know everything a hundred percent, and they're misdirecting on some things or. If they do know everything and they're like, all right, let's see, which breadcrumbs should I, you know, reveal this time? Uh, Correct. We're all then, then we can about, go from there. We're talking about a speculation map by people that don't work for the for the for the company. Now they know Correct. a lot more than we do, but at the same time, they're only given so much as well, and I think that they only have access to so much as well. So they're they're speculating just as much as anybody else is. Correct. So like they don't know uh, the ten houses. Like, like they obviously know the one. We know Chucky, but like they they don't know necessarily what's coming. They just kind of yeah. Know. And I mean, maybe some they do, some they don't. You know, some are more confident than others, but you know, it's not for sure. So let's, I, I guess, dive into this map a little bit and to kind of discuss things that maybe are right in front of our face. Maybe they're not. And I guess I'll just go one because I saw a funny little tweet about it and it kind of got me going down a a rabbit hole. So devil dogs, 
I kind of am not feeling that that's going to be a house now. I just, I don't know why. I just kind of have a weird instinct on it. And that being Horror Night Nightmares <laughs> tweeted out a picture of Devil Dogs, the like hostess treat. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of made me think of, I, I these connections are so stupid, but it got me thinking of like treats and like sweet treats. And could they be hiding a sweets revenge house from us with that devil dogs reference? Or am I just like insane? I mean, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I think it's a, it's a cute little way to look at it. Um, I mean, it's just a fun little play. Like, it's a little bit to of play with people. Just a little bit, because usually when you think of sweets, you think of like candies, not baked goods. I think because I think it said like sweet something on there, like on the box itself. Yeah, I mean, I guess again, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that that you're right. Who knows? I mean, it could very well be that, but I think it's also just a play on the fact that we say devil dogs. You think of the, you think of devil dogs, the the the, yeah. the dessert. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'm, I'd be more inclined to believe that the devil dogs is on there and we actually are getting more of another slaughter cinema house. So, yeah. So not so less of specifically devil dogs, but maybe sequels to a lot of the slaughter cinema expanded or expanded yeah, I, universe or something like that. Yeah. After, after first look and kind of taking some time to look on these things, the devil dogs one does feel something. I'd be very interested in it. You know, a house of biker werewolves. But again, on the surface, is there more to that? I'm sure they could write a story and and really stir something up. But I think I'd be more excited if this just was a straight up Slaughter Cinema sequel and had what we know in the past, multiple little compilations of these fake movies. And and you can even use some of the ones you had previously again and just extend the scenes a little bit. But basing an entire house solely off of the, I think it was just the one room, one little bar scene is a little bit of a stretch. So I'm not sure that one is one that definitely stands out to me as like, mm, probably up in the air. I'd say, is there anything else? Is there anything on here for you? That's kind of jumping out. That is like, mm, I, I just, you're just not buying it right now. Um, That's a good question. I don't really. I'm well. I'll put it this way: I'm not buying that the IPs we have right now are the actual IPs. Um, mm-hmm. I think obviously Chucky is Chucky, and it's going to be there. It's already yeah. been confirmed. But as far as um, like the Monsters House, nor the Last of Us, nor um, what was the other one? Uh, Blumhouse with Blumhouse. Megan and Insidious. Um, I know that you know those are what the clues quote unquote were identified as i'm not sold on any of that yet i think that we're still going to get at least one more big ip announcement that we're not expecting um because as i said before on our spec map episode that i just don't i don't it, none of the ips are wowing me like none of them yeah. are like damn like that they're gonna that's gonna be there that's amazing i think there's one that they're not really letting on about and i think it's gonna be you know, a pretty big surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that I think is going to come up. I don't obviously know anything and I'm probably just saying that, but I do think that we may or may not see that change quite a bit between now and the next, you know, spec map or between now and the end of the start of the event. Yeah. I just, I, I I don't know. I just, obviously we know that the monster's house is going to happen and we know we're getting a monster's house for sure. And we we know that Chucky's going to happen and we know that potentially the Blumhouse one is probably going to happen. Um, but I think that the last of us were still we're guessing on because they were supposed to have it and it got pushed back. So I think we're just assuming that, well, that'll be here. Yeah. But I don't think we know for sure what's going to mm-hmm. be there. So, I mean, this will make a lot of people mad and maybe it's just because I haven't seen the show yet, but because I haven't seen it yet, I'm waiting for it to finish. I will watch it, but it's not something that for me, I could take it or leave it, you know, Great story, I'm sure. Great character design, fine, but it's not something. I don't personally think for me. I don't a care. Haunted house. Yeah. And granted, I haven't seen it yet either, so I'm speaking out of turn, and I'm, maybe I'll change my mind when I actually watch the show. But just knowing from what I know about it, mm-hmm. it's it's a road movie or a road TV show in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. um, with you know Resident Evil esque monsters in it. Yeah. Again, don't come at me you know game of bros i get it like it's a good but game, also great story. i mean we've we've seen enough of these stories to have an idea of what this is you I mean, know it's and most apocalyptic wannabe zombie type movie where they're not really zombies they're infected humans okay fine whatever sure. but sure the point is is that it's the same thing and yes um and i'm sure the drama in the the series is like amazing but in it a is. house sure the drama really doesn't matter exactly and, and in the houses, that's not that's a non-factor. Right, and we're and looking just, at setting and characters. That's really correctly. Right. I said correctly. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> if correctly. If it's going to be literally just the monsters from the TV show, I don't. I don't Is know. It worth I'm it? Not, I'm not really sure. I'm wild on it. I mean, Stranger Things worked because the kids are such great characters, and they're so much a part of it than you know than just the monsters themselves well that, uh, yeah and, and the and monsters that, are just different right and that can kind of carry forward in the house i think with the last of us yeah you can get joel um and the and ellie. Little, ellie um and then the monsters and you can kind of get the idea but again it, at the same time it's literally just these two against the zombie infected people um, yeah that look a lot like resident evil monsters um, <laughs> yeah and the story doesn't come through as well. Whereas Stranger Things, it definitely comes through um, the nostalgia aspect of it. Granted, I think part of it's because the Stranger Things story, although it's well written and, and it's good, it's a very simple story. Um, yeah. I think there's more nuance to The Last of Us. There's more of a social commentary in that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, not something that's going to come through in a haunted house. And not yeah. what I'm looking for in a haunted house. I don't want to go through a haunted house and have to think. Like, that's not what I yeah. want. I just um, want to see see. Stuff. It's like it's kind of why the the us house didn't really work. It's because, you know, yeah, it was cool to kind of see some of this stuff up close and be be a part of the story, not just watching it on the TV screen. But at the same time, the whole like the whole us theme, the story, and the social commentary of the movie doesn't carry through in the house. It has nothing yeah. to do with the house at that point. Um, what's memorable about that house is just I, I, again the characters you recognize, the music. And the that last scene with all the fucking dumb with all the fucking dummies. Um, yeah, right. You know, those are the things you remember by it. Remember about it. 
Whereas with like Stranger Things, like there's really I'm not trying to get anything story wise out of it, other than I just know story. I just want to see the Demogorgon. I just want to see the characters. I want to see the monsters. And for some people, I'm sure that's what it is for The Last of Us, and that's great. I'm, I'm, I mean, if 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 it's actually an actual house and it's going to happen. I'm going to be super happy for all you all that are like really into the show and you want to do it and you want to see the house. That's great. I'm, I'm happy for you. I hope, I hope it turns out to be exactly what you want it to be. But for me, like you said, I don't, I just, I'm not super like, yeah, this is what I want for a house. Yeah. Um, I need, I need one of those classic retro horror properties. That's yeah. really what, that, that's what will wow me. Um, depending on what it is, not, not all of them work, but I just, I need something on the spec map IP wise to be like, that's that, that, that's going to be that. Yeah, that's like if they redid, like if they redid the shining, like exactly. you'd be like, Oh give me, yes. Give, give me a shining house. And, and again, that's just me being a fan. And I, and yes. that's, yep. that's, that's, that's what's great about this whole thing is that, you know, everybody will be a fan of something. So there'll be something that people will be happy about. Um, yeah. This just but, isn't it. There's something on this spec map for me. That's like, Oh, boom, same like boat that's like the thing like if they if they did another thing house that's another one that i'd be like oh let's go it did finally mm-hmm. like that whereas i, I just i don't know yeah. I have chucky to chucky doesn't do anything for me last of us right now at this point of the recording for me last of us doesn't do anything for me i haven't seen it i know about it i'm going to watch yeah. it i've so said this plenty of times but it's we'll be just, fair we'll be fair and say we're going to reserve most of our judgment till we till we watch the show correct but at this um, point it's not exactly. making me go be like here's my money right everything we're gonna give you my money i'm gonna give you my money anyways based but. on what we know about it as of right now yeah everything that i know because so, i played the game yeah um, never watched the show yeah so let's let's talk about something that we were kind of talking about there and that's stranger things now this this, this, this is interesting this eye location on the map with the guitar and the lightning bolt, which does not say original has, you know, we had speculated last week, musical artist, you know, why would we not? There's a guitar, stuff like that. But a lot of the discourse as of late was that a lot of people have been hearing that there is no music house, you know, music house is kind of a no go this year. So, I mean, I take everything I read with a grain of salt, so I'm not saying that one is right either way. But it is interesting to note that if if those murmurs are true, there is no music house, then we're left with this little guitar and lightning bolt icon, which doesn't necessarily push you towards anything. And maybe we're just grasping at straws here because we want to see it. But, I mean... Maybe because I'm rewatched it this week, but season four of Stranger Things literally ends with our beloved R.I.P. Eddie, you know, shredding the guitar with red lightning going around him the entire time. Now, I know that a lot of the Stranger Things Netflix stuff is like dead talk. It's probably not happening, but I mean, it's worth at least bringing up. And that's something that I, I think some of the other chatter as of late. I think I'm not going to put words out in people's mouths, but I think legacy, the insider was stated as saying that, you know, the last of us isn't the biggest IP. So, I mean, what else is there that's bigger than the last of us? I mean, I I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself into something that's not even going to happen. And maybe this is one of those little 
they weren't sure of a house. So they put this to hear what people's, you know, what people are going to take from it. But if, if there is not a music house, I just don't know what else this could be. And I'm sure there's yeah. something, but so, I mean, there's a couple of it, things. One, I think it's interesting that it's a cool tie in, like with what you're coming up with, like guitar, lightning bolt that played a huge part in stranger things. Season four, um, my first, my first thought would be, why not just put Stranger Things on there? Like, why? Yeah, why, I mean, why play with the icon? You know what I mean? Like, why do that? If, I mean, it's it could just be like maybe it's that half information where they're like, maybe it is, maybe you know, nothing's definite. So let's just put this because we don't want to necessarily get everyone's hopes up yet and just kind of like yeah, rip their hearts out. Map. You know what I mean? Like, it, you, yeah, you do this every year where like you put things on a spec map and everybody goes, oh, that's really cool. But then like it changes. Blah, blah, that's yeah, not- you just don't want that heat, I guess. And you don't want to have to answer the question a thousand times. Of like, well, you said map. was you said Stranger Things was coming. Yeah, well, shit happens. Like not everyone understands yeah, I, that. Yeah, I don't. know. But I, I think it is also like say they do know like this is another instance of, you know, why? It, why would you? It's only version one. You don't have to like, you know, show all your goods. You know, you can hold hold a little back. Put because I know if I had so if I had insight and I knew, say I knew all ten houses, I wouldn't put a spec map out with all ten houses. I would fuck with people. I would put a little bread, especially for like the highly coveted ones, because then you have two jokers like us yeah, looking at this I and being so. like, like, what is the big draw? I just don't. Like, at the same know. time, I don't like when they treat like you know, clues that are quote unquote unhacked on Twitter and then use that as like, as gospel. Yeah. Like, like the, the monsters, Dracula and, and Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. And the Blumhouse. Like, well, this is totally, this, this is, this is happening. Cause this is no. what we, so we yeah, discovered. No. On, and it's like, we don't know that for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, you guys all cracked the code, quote unquote. You think you cracked the code, but you cracked the code, the code to a rumor. Like it's right. not and the thing is, the code this to reminds me, this brings me back to like when I was coaching robotics and they would release like clues for the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody would think that we cracked the code and like they, they're all pretty convinced that they cracked the code and they're, they're all sharing the same thing saying this is definitely what it's going to be. And then, you know, when the game finally releases and they're all completely wrong and it had nothing to do with <laughs> what they were saying what they were doing, um, it has nothing to do with what they were saying it was. Um, yeah, they, they all look kind of silly. So, granted, do I think that those are definitely a good possibility? Yes, but I'm not sitting. I'm not going to sit here and say that this is definitely going to happen. So, no. I have a hard time with them like buying into that, and putting that on the spec map, and then I don't know. I just part of it's also I think me just not being super wild about a, another Stranger Things house either. Um, yeah, like yeah i don't know does that really excite me if that's their biggest ip and like that's the big that that's the big one like i, I think why i get it why because yeah. the show was good the, I th- the vecna was yeah. a good character i think because of how i mean yes i think with season four being i think unanimously the best season of it kind of by far and away i think with the distinct human-ish character of Vecna, I think it's. I don't think it's easy to translate, but I think it's doable. It's much more doable than you know season two with the mind because they tried to do the mind flare and it was just you know it's 
it was more silly than anything because it was just so large and ridiculous. But I mean, yeah, I think if put if you put Stranger Things on this map, it's the number one. That's the biggest draw. Like hundred percent. I don't disagree with that. I think it is. Yeah. I just think personally, I'm not gonna for like, you. It's yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, I'll, I mean, I'll I mean, it will probably be really good. I'll probably enjoy it. Um, but it's not like I'm also not sitting here going, yeah, I really hope that's what it is. The other thing too is like I think a lot of a lot of the whole like, it's not a musical artist is coming from it's coming from a place where we don't want another musical artist in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we as in you and I or, or me specifically. General, yeah. I think just in general, the the community is like we don't want this to happen. This is not horror. So they're yeah. like, it's it's not a musical artist. It isn't. It isn't. We don't know that for a fact. Um, yeah. Conventional wisdom would say that it probably is because the last two years they've had one plus in the year in between. They, they tried had, to and you know, yeah. they tried to and it, and it fell through. So I'm not going to sit here and, 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 and say immediately just because I don't Someone, want it to be yeah. that it isn't going to be. Um, yeah. We don't know for sure. For, for, for sure. I'm just leaning more towards the I'm leaning more towards history shows that there is going to be another one because history shows that, again, if we're yeah. going to do another Monsters House, and we're going to do another horror Blumhouse. It would not surprise me at all that we have another musical artist house yeah because i mean it wasn't a house necessarily but we had rob zombie and then we were supposed to have billy and then you know we didn't but then we had the weekend so i mean there there is a trend that they're trying to hit to market you know it's a marketing thing right so and then i guess i mean i guess you you hit on it a little bit the whole monster's house Phantom and Dracula. I think it's just such an odd pairing. It is I an don't, odd, it's a weird. Pairing. I don't know what. I don't know if I'm sold on it. Yeah. I'm sold on Phantom. I'm not sold on Dracula. Right. I. So, I don't know. Maybe it's selfish. Maybe I'm just hoping that what I said on our way too early predictions in October is true, where it's Phantom and Hunchback. So I'm gonna hold out until something gets like released. I'm just gonna say it's Phantom and Hunchback. I'm kind of gonna dismiss the Dracula off there because I. I, I get it. He's marketable, whatever, but I don't, I just don't necessarily buy it. So we'll, we'll see. I, I'm probably wrong. I've been wrong before. I will be wrong again, but I just, it just, something feels disconnected there. I'd say, um, as far as the, the other stuff, was, yeah, as far as the other you. stuff, yeah, the anchor. What what do you have on the anchor? No, I'm just saying. Like th- now that we're talking about like things, just I just it just occurred to me because you were asking like you know does anything mm-hmm. look weird to you? I think the anchor is a little cheeky. Yeah. Um. The more I've thought about it, I think that like they want a lot of us to be like, oh, dead man. Uh, you know, dead man's. Oh, dead man's again. Like, are we getting another dead man's sequel or something like that that quickly? I think I think part of it's just to get us to be like to get us talking. Mm-hmm. Um. Not saying that it has nothing to do with ships or boats or something, um, but I think there's a lot of like we've kind of talked about it on the episode with the spec map. But it's like you know, there's a lot of ways they could go with this, and the more I've thought about it, you know, are we going to get like a pirate house because we haven't yep. been pirates in a very you know a long time, if at all? Um, and anchors have to do with ships that pirates float on. You know what I mean? So like, I think that one is a little cheeky, and I think. They wanted the the uh, dead man's like yeah. crowd to be super like pumped and amped up about it, but we, I mean, it's way too early to really make that call. So I think with the icon, all the ones with like the 
the various icons of the, the logos or whatever you want to call them um, are all there kind of just like to throw us off in some way. Now, yeah. the other thing to think about too is you would call a lot of these things icons. Does that mean, is that, is that a cheeky way of saying we may be getting another icon house, like an actual HHN icons house? Yeah. In you know, we have all these different icons with different things. I wouldn't dismiss it. I mean, right. You know what I mean? So like when in reality, the clue is the word icon. Yeah. Right. Not, not the image of what it is. Right. Just the fact that it is an icon. Correct. So you had a couple of them on that are like not words, but they're icons. Does that mean we're getting, you know, something along those lines? Who knows? A- Again, again, at the end of the day, you said it. It's 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 spec mop, spec mop, spec math. Spec mops. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. It's too late. I need to go to bed. Um, <laughs> spec maps. Uh, you know, we really don't know anything until you know two or three start to come out, or you know, and yeah. we start to see kind of like things kind of get hammered out, and more things drop, more things get announced. We are getting into March, so obviously we're going to really start getting into some of the more meaty releases. I think going forward, I think. Don't be surprised if we see something from HHN yep. um, in an official capacity, not necessarily announcing something, but at least dropping like a clue. Like it was, something, like, yeah. They're, they're, st- the wallpaper, they're definitely starting to get talk the more on Twitter. Like March or April or something like that. So I think so. Yeah, I think it was somewhere around that time frame. So who knows? I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens, but um, I guess... Don't don't expect anything and be ready be ready for anything. So yeah, yep. So man, I think that's I think that's pretty good for our main segment. I think we're 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 time to to move on from our our main segment discussion and finish up this episode. Feel free to with tell just us a, how wrong we are. Yeah, right. I mean, got to talk about something, you know. So let's just get into quick little horror movies of the week. Something that we might have seen on streaming, something in theaters, something that's old, new, whatever. So I guess, I mean, I can kick it off. I posted about it on the the socials. I did go and see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey in theaters. Um, Ridiculous. I think it's more fun with a theater experience. I don't know if I'll enjoy it as much um, when I watch it at home. But watching it with, and and the crowd wasn't even, you know, it wasn't a full theater, but people were still buying in on it. You know, it was just so ridiculous. It was, you know, Pooh gives these like little quick, look backs and it's just freeze frames on his stupid face and it's just like so 80s horror but it's actually shot super well the lighting looks really cool it it definitely felt like a cash grab it was like okay rights are up i don't really need to write a story about this because as long as i call it winnie the pooh and turn it into a horror movie people are going to talk about it people are going to see it and that's what happened so it was a fun movie. I don't think anything was too creative in it. I think it was well done. I enjoyed myself, which at the end of the day is the, you know, the number one reason for seeing a movie. Uh, so I, I would suggest at least seeing it once. It's it's outrageous. It's ridiculous. It's what you expected. I think you can only see it in theaters, and then at some point, I believe it comes to streaming. I think it's going to go to Peacock. So I mean that's that's my horror movie watch of the week. Have you have you dug into anything so, old or new? Well, <laughs> not knowing we were going to do this, I did not intentionally watch anything in particular. 
Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I've watched in the last couple of not horror, not horror specifically, but I did watch um, this documentary on Netflix called Don't Pick Up the Phone, which is pretty horrifying. Okay. Um, and it was about like this string of like scams at fast food restaurants. And this oh, dude, I think I watched this. Police officer and telling, did. telling these people to like bring in people from like the employees and have them like basically strip down and perform like sexual acts on each other. And he managed to do, to get these people to do this shit over the phone. It's, and it was it's, for years, right? It, yeah. And it, it's insane. It's, 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 it's so insane that you can't, again, Netflix is really good at producing these documentaries that like, you're like, there's no way this is real, right? Like this can't, I, yeah. I'm being punked right now. There's no way this is a real thing that happened. Yeah, but it turns out that it did, and it's just it's it's one of those documentaries. You're like you're watching the whole time. And you're like, oh my god! Like, yeah, how does that happen? How do you how do how does that happen? Like, how yeah. does that actually happen? Um, and I don't want to get into too much detail because it's gross, but it's also you should go watch it. Um, so not horror. Um, but I would take the time to watch this. Like, I think it's like four episodes. Four. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a crazy long a series, but it was long in depth you know, having to yep. give up a ton of time to watch it. So that's, yeah. so now that I know we're going to do this segment, I will, I will start watching more things Something. On, um, on, on shutter or Peacock or whatever. So. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for all of our little segments. Like I said, previously at the start of this episode, if you have any ideas or stuff that you want us to talk about in little miniature segments during these episodes, let us know. We'll include it. We'll figure something out. But until yep. then, until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy Holmes. Cursed, cursed, to the death cursed. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check them out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.